The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. The T-Biz Podcast and blog connect you directly to experts in the tea lands. Listen as their voices reveal the news, innovations, cultural insights, and consumer trends that most impact the industry. Paired with Tea Journey, a digital magazine for tea enthusiasts, the T-Biz portal is a global resource for everyone who loves tea. Hello, everyone. Here are this week's headlines. Retail sales projections are ho-hum for the holidays. Sales growth adjusted for inflation will be in the single digits, the lowest growth rate since the financial crisis. India has abandoned the Bharat experiment and returns to the English tea auction rules. And the UC Davis Tea Institute launches a training program for tea professionals. Plus, a greater share of revenue from tea needs to reach growers. Smallholders worldwide produce most of the world's tea by volume, yet their net earnings are only a tiny fraction of the product's retail price. Establishing price minimums for raw leaves encourages overproduction, but failing to price green leaves high enough to recover the rising cost of labor and inputs leads to low yields and mediocre quality. The situation is acute in South India, where thousands of growers gathered daily this month to draw attention to their plight. Arvinda and Antheraman reports from the Nilgiri Mountains. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliptia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. North American consumers are trading down, leading to projections of ho-hum holiday sales based on preseason surveys. Quote, consumers are skittish, and retailers will have to be on their toes, focused on making sure the products and the prices are right, end quote, writes Forbes, quoting marketers who anticipate, quote, a modest increase in sales with narrowing margins, end quote. Adjusted for inflation, Bain & Company projects real U.S. holiday retail sales in the low single digits, well below the 10-year average and the lowest since the financial crisis. Deloitte writes that holiday sales will likely increase between 3.5% and 4.6% in 2023. According to Deloitte, e-commerce holiday sales are projected to grow between 103 and 12.8% compared to the 20. 22 season. Overall, Deloitte projects holiday sales will total 1.54 to 1.56 trillion from November to January. In 2022, holiday sales grew by 7.6% during the same period. Deloitte forecast e-commerce sales will grow to between 278 billion and 284 billion this season. 
A survey by Bankrate reveals that 39% of holiday shoppers plan to do most of their shopping online, while 23% plan to shop in person. Bankrate found that 50% of holiday shoppers will begin before Halloween, with 12% starting as early as September. November is the busiest month for shoppers, but 13% they don't shop until December, according to Bankrate. More than half, 54%, say they feel financially burdened this year, with 33% saying inflation will change how they shop. Another 25% expect higher prices to strain their budgets, and 13% attribute their shopping stress to concerns they will be forced to spend more than their comfortable spending. Quote, While September feels early to be talking about holiday shopping, it's very smart to start thinking about it well ahead of time, end quote, writes Bankrate. Business Insight Sales of conventional hot tea are flat. In contrast, globally, sales of functional teas are growing at a faster 6.4% pace that is expected to accelerate through 2027. The market for herbal teas will add $885 million in sales by 2027, according to Technavio. Quote, Millennials and baby boomers are expected to be the major customer base for the herbal tea market as they make up the majority of the current workforce, end quote, according to Technovia. Shifting consumer preference towards online sales channels positively impacts the growth of the global herbal tea market, writes Technavio. Demand for herbal teas is expected to increase as consumers become more health conscious. Online channels offer consumers a wide range of products at discounted prices, end quote, according to Technavio. The Tea Board of India this week ordered a revival of English tea auction rules following the unsuccessful adoption of the Bharat auction system at auction houses in Calcutta, Siliguri, and Guwahati. Bharat auctions, first introduced in 2022, failed to increase the average price paid for tea, according to a report by consulting firm IIM Bangalore. The Bharat system was billed as more efficient and transparent with lower transaction costs. Unlike the English system, buyers, remote or on-site, submitted bids for lots before the start of the live auction. Lots contained at least 30 packages in North India and no fewer than 15 packages in South India. Lots were not divided during bidding, as was common using the English auction rules. As a result, small bidders seeking only a few packages did not participate. The rule led to fewer bids and less competition, lowering prices. Sale 39, scheduled for September 26, was canceled for all auction centers to complete the installation of software on digital servers. The decision means there will be no auctions until October 3rd. Biz Insight Critics said the Bharat rules were unfriendly to trade and predicted less competition for lots. Last year, Anshuman Kanoria, chairman of the Indian Tea Exporters Association, said that public auctions should be, quote, 
completely deregulated and left to organizers and stakeholders to fix the mode and rules of auction. Either you have full control or no control over the system, end quote, he told the Times of India. The University of California at Davis began teaching tea professionals online the business and science of tea, tea production, tea culture, and its impact on humans this week. Director and Professor Catherine Burnett says the 15 two-hour weekly Zoom sessions are first for the Global Tea Institute for the Study of Tea Culture and Science. Industry-leading professionals in tea retail, manufacturing, blending, sales, and marketing, supply chain, trade, and distribution teach the program. Participants qualify for continuing education credits. Quote, This program was developed at the request of the tea industry, Burnett explained. It's being organized with the help of our continuing and professional education program. The course is targeted to help people better understand tea and the tea industry. Whether you are a tea professional or want to be a tea professional doesn't matter. Every week, the course's topics help explain tea, the culture of tea, the deep history of tea, and the many complicated parts of the industry that help get tea from the farm to your cup at home so you can enjoy it. She said remote sessions require little or no effort outside class time. Classes continue into January when participants are invited to attend the Global Tea Institute's annual forum in Davis, California. The fee is $1,500 U.S., Registration closes October 10th. Register online at cpe.ucdavis.edu or visit the TBiz blog for details. Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on tea auction prices for sale 38. India tea price report for sale 38, week ending 23rd September 2023. Well, this week, the Tea Board of India announced that the auction system would revert to the previous British system. In 2022, South Indian auctions were changed to the new Bharat auction, modelled on the Japanese auction style. And in April this year, North Indian auctions were moved to this new model. However, following complaints from producer bodies that the new auction was not in favour of price discovery and had in fact brought prices down, the board has agreed to revert to the old system. While this news has been accepted well. What has not, however, is that the next two sales, that is sale 39 and sale 40, have been cancelled to allow for the transition. Planters have said this will impact cash flow adversely. In uh, sale 37, 21,953 tons of tea were on offer and a cumulative sale volume of 73%, an average price of 177 rupees per kilo, similar to the previous week. In North India, Orthodox grades sold well at 91%, averaging prices of 236 rupees a kilo. CDC sold 70%, averaging prices of 190 a kilo. In the South, CDC grades did better, the sale volume of 85%, averaging prices of 104 rupees a kilo, while Orthodox sale volume was 79%, an average price of 147 rupees a kilo. In Kolkata, Middle East and CIS countries were active for orthodox grades, while major blenders were active for dust 
and Western India was active for uh, CTC. Darjeeling continued to see subdued demand. Major blenders were active in Guwahati as well for both leaf and dust trades. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hello, I'm Bogdan, a passionate tea drinker and the inventor of the ultimate tea machine, the Brewmaker One. Preparation is key to making fine tea. Sequential steepings deliver the best taste possible and unlock the true value of whole leaf teas and botanicals. Brew automates that process without using any pots or capsules. This simple-to-operate, smartphone-controlled device stores steeping profiles to consistently make great tea at the push of a button. Brew also reduces time, waste and energy. That's because I engineered the brew to remember control settings for temperature, brewing time and quantity. Using my patented process lets you stack steep simply and conveniently. A greater share of revenues from tea needs to reach growers. Smallholders worldwide produce most of the world's tea by volume, yet their net earnings are only a tiny fraction of the product's retail price. Establishing price minimums for raw leaves encourages overproduction, but failing to price leaves high enough to recover the rising cost of labor and inputs leads to low yields and mediocre quality. The situation is acute in South India, where thousands of growers gathered daily this month to draw attention to their plight. Arvinda Anantharaman reports from the Nilgiri Mountains. For a little over 20 days this September, more than 30,000 people took part in a silent hunger protest on behalf of farmers mainly from the indigenous Badaga community living in Uti, Kothagiri and Kunur in the Nilgiris. The protest ended last week but not before the High Court took cognizance of the petitions. They urgently plead the case for fixing a minimum price for green leaf. Thousands of people took turns gathering every day in a show of protest in three tea-dependent communities in the Nilgiri Hills. All were Badaga farmers with small tea holdings, protesting against the low price for the tea leaves. Green leaf prices in August were less than 15 rupees a kilo, which is not enough to support a minimum livelihood. They asked once again that the recommendations of the Swaminathan Committee be implemented. Between December 2004 and October 2006, the National Commission on Farmers, chaired by Professor M.S. Swaminathan, submitted five reports based on studies on farmer distress and suicides, along with the recommendation for a holistic national policy for farmers. They recommended the minimum price for produce to be cost of production plus 50%. In 2012, the Indian Institute of Plantation Management, following a court order, conducted a study and fixed the green leaf cost of production at 14 rupees per kilo. Ten years later, it's still the price that's being offered. In 2023, the Department of Horticulture estimated the cost of production to be 22 rupees 29 paise for one kilo of green leaf, and based on the committee's recommendation, would put, this would put the green leaf price at about 33 rupees a kilo, which is more than half the current average. There are over 65,000 small tea farmers in the Nilgiris, dominantly from the Badaga community, and this ask for better prices has been a recurring one. Two writ petitions were filed in 2008. There's an earlier one from 2002 each with the same ask. 
The Team Board of India fixes the green leaf price based on the previous month's auction average. In a catch-22, poor-quality tea pulls down auction average prices, while top-quality tea that fetches high prices doesn't arrive in auctions, feeding a self-destructive cycle. Farmers sell the green leaf to either bottle factories or estates. Inco, the largest tea cooperative in Asia run by the Tamil Nadu government, is one of the main buyers with 16 factories. During COVID-19, Inco found a buyer with Supply Co, which is the Kerala public distribution system, and also the Tamil Nadu public distribution system. However, both have since returned to buying tea at auctions. The farmers are asking that government agencies like the public distribution systems source directly from factories, which would guarantee some sales. With steep farming proving hard to sustain, farmers have also been forced to sell land holdings to pay for the children's education or medical expenses, shrinking further the land available to cultivate. And if nothing is done, agriculture will not be a choice for the younger generation. Farm holdings are small, as small as half to two acres, and shrinking. Chagrajan Gowda, representing the community, says more than 40,000 families have had to sell their land and find another means of livelihood. And that if nothing changes now, tea farming will have to be shut down. The prices have been in favor of buyers, traders, packeteers, he adds, and not in favor of the farmer. And for a cup of tea that costs 10 to 15 rupees, the farmer makes only nine paise. The Badaga people are also proposing solutions. One farmer sought to work on a pilot in three districts where women self-help groups were tasked with selling tea. They sold a ton per village and saw this as an opportunity for revenue. and a way to market tea locally they are now asking for this program to be scaled across the districts farmers also need to be able to make their own tea if they want to earn better prices and micro factories are being discussed as a possible low cost option another village kinnakurai has sought organic certification for the whole village and also pushed for orthodox machines for the village tea cooperative factory to make tea that would earn them better prices As protests ended this month, the community remained optimistic that this time around things will change. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of tea biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the Tea Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-biz.biz. .com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.